Hey guys, I'm Sophie, and I'm finally back with a new episode today. I'm gonna be talking about projects. So, what are projects? Well, projects are basically where you have an assignment where you have to come up with something and create something of your own, usually a presentation or a product, and then it has to have illustrations along with text. That's basically what a project is. And today I am going to be introducing some of my projects that I've been working on over the past few weeks and currently, and how I think they connect to American education. So without further ado, let's go. So um. At school, when I、um, do my projects, I usually use my computer, and my computer is a MacBook Pro. Okay, it's an Apple computer. Okay, in the Mac system, but I have a Windows system on my computer, so that's kind of special. And on my computer, our school uses the Microsoft Teams system. So then, that's perfect with my computer, and I use the PowerPoint app and the OneNote app. Okay, these are both apps that come along with Microsoft Teams. It's like Microsoft PowerPoint and Microsoft OneNote. OneNote is basically the electronic class notebook. It's like it's got folders and it's got a book,、uh, you know, a notebook. And it's like what you use to create a lot of notes, hold a lot of class materials, and where you sometimes put your homework. Okay, and Microsoft Teams is basically like Zoom, and that's also where you get your assignments and where it's basically like Google Classroom and、um, Zoom combined. So you can both have hold online virtual meetings there, but you can also complete assignments there. Okay, and the PowerPoint app is basically、um, a place where you use it to create a PowerPoint. So that's the software that I use, and now let me actually get into the projects. So the first project over here is from my introduction to business and technology class called an entrepreneur research project. So what is an entrepreneur? It is a person who sees a need and decides to take the financial risk to start a business. Okay, that's an entrepreneur. And we had to choose one person. I chose Larry Page, who is one of the two co-founders of Google, and also Alphabet, you know, along with Sergey Brin. And we had to do a biography, and of a brief biography of him. And we had to do um, we had to talk. I talked about his company's significance and how Google came into play. You know, and some of his success traits, like what characteristics uh does he carry that led to him becoming so successful and so rich and so powerful, and I had to find a fun fact about him and a quote that he said, and I had to do all of these on a、uh, PowerPoint, and I had to do them in the seven um. Seven times seven rule, which states that if you do them in、um, bullet points, 
you know, bullet points. You have to have、um, no more than seven words per bullet point, and no more than seven bullet points per page. So that's just a general rule to keep all bullet points simple and concise. And I really like this project because it let me know more about. A really famous person, you know, Larry Page. He's very famous. Although I think he's kind of ugly, and I think his teeth look really weird. But it's just a way for you to learn something really useful, and you can see how this successful person is so you know good at what he did and how he came into success. So my second project is from AP Government, okay, American AP American Government and Politics class, and it's a public policy project. Um, it's a, a teach you have to teach a lesson and then you have to upload it into a Flipgrid. I know that you guys probably don't know what a Flipgrid is, but um, maybe one day I can show you guys an example. And my topic, I was assigned a topic by my teacher. Okay, we had seven topics available. I had topic number six, and it talked about healthcare, or more than that, Medicare, Medicaid, and the Affordable Care Act. So basically, Medicare is also called Medicare for All, and it's um it provides medical insurance for um seniors over the age of sixty five and also disabled Americans. Medicaid is a Medical program, a federal program that provides health insurance for the poor and low-income American families, and last but not least, the Affordable Care Act is also called Obamacare. That's really famous, and it basically、um, gives a lot of people health insurance to, you know, give coverage to as many people as possible. And it also has this thing called the individual mandate, where it's basically the essentials of this project, where, <clears throat> sorry guys, where、um, basically you have to have health insurance, or you pay a fine for not having one, and yeah. So for my presentation, I basically had like. Um, bullet points and a picture, and I had two maps and a chart to further supplement my content and to show how my information relates to the purpose of the program. And I thought that was pretty cool. And I had to cite my sources in a bibliography. Okay, and yeah, that's basically what my project was about, and it was kind of um fun that like it took me several takes to get um my video right. Like I had, sorry, I had to share screen when when recording, and it took me a long time to film. And my throat was basically my voice was basically gone by then. So yeah. The last project I want to share with you guys is from ELA, and now I've been doing a lot of projects for ELA, um, which is basically English language arts. Um, so recently I've been reading a lot of very ups up level, high level, very classical and upscale novels. For example, I've been reading Julius Caesar by Shakespeare. Okay, William Shakespeare, the most famous. Um, English writer, English、um, author, 
There is. Okay, and I've been reading 1984 by George Orwell, who is also English, who is also very famous. I know that this book is not very common to see in China, but just know that it's called 1984. Some of you guys might be also overseas, then you might have read it, or you you might have heard of it. But yeah, it's called 1984, and basically, um, I want to say that. Uh, ever since I got into high school, my English class has become very more focused on literature. Like I've been reading a lot of modern classic and a lot of twentieth century classics and more Shakespearean classics. Okay, Shakespearean classics, and it's just really cool and really upscaled all of a sudden. Okay, so yeah, now I wanna provide a brief summary for nineteen eighty four. It's basically we have this main character whose name is Winston Smith, who lives in a very dystopian society called Oceania, Oceania. Okay, and and this society is very authoritarian and very controlled, and their dictator, whose name is Big Brother, is always watching you, and the government controls you through surveillance, through telescreens, and they control your language, they control your mind, they control your behaviors, and they control the history. And basically, they control what is the truth and what is not, and they can modify it however they like. That's basically the story, and、uh, that's basically the background. And basically, Winston realized that he is an anomaly, and he does not like this society or the government. And he finds his lover, and together they rebel. But then they realize that a seemingly close friend is actually their greatest enemy, and they get tortured into conformity. And in the end, they actually even betrayed each other, and they ended up. Um, becoming very loyal party members, and they ended up loving the Big Brother. That's basically, that's basically the story. Pretty dark ending, huh? Right. Yeah. So the purpose of my presentation was to teach the um class your topic, which was our my topic was change of language. Okay. So we had our my group. It was a group project. Um. Ah,、uh, we're still doing it. Like it's due on April second. Um. But we're presenting it on March twenty second. So basically, we had PowerPoint. We will put our information on there, and we will also have a lot of activities for the class to enjoy because you know it's a teaching a lesson, so we have to be creative. So um, we will we are planning on like trivia or may, maybe some Quizlet, um, anything that could be um more interesting than just um plain talking and lessons. So I think that's really cool. So basically, the project included things like claims and counterclaims, and reasoning and evidence and. Um, a general question that we had to answer, and there were so basically there were two people in our group. There was me. There was another Chinese girl, another Middle Eastern girl, and a white boy. And us four, we are all really good students, pretty good. So、um, we all got together, and we are working together pretty well.
So we had to like discuss, right? But、um, most of them are virtual,、uh, so they don't come to school. So basically, we hold some Zoom meetings after school, and we have this chat、um, group on our iPhones because apparently all of us use iPhones. So we text each other. And we have this thing on Google Docs where we plan everything out. It's like a schedule, and we write all our um back all our information that we have researched and decided are going to put on our slides there. And um, we searched up a template for our presentation online, which fits the theme of nineteen eighty two. And that's basically it、um, for our project. And I thought, ah, I love art projects. They were so cool. So basically, I found a lot of interesting, very interesting points. So first of all, I found that、um, these projects they all have some things in common, and their characteristics of projects that I've been doing for four years, more than four years, almost five years in America. So basically,、um, these projects can all tie into the general、um, ideas and principles of American public education, or just American education in general. So basically, American education encourages collaboration among young people. Okay, right? Like for example, my group project. Um, although I was already friends with like one of my groupmates,、um, doing a project together can still make help us make friends, and more importantly, help us learn how to communicate and how to work with people and how to、um, work towards a, achieving a common goal with other people that you might not be very familiar with, and doing so at a very young age prepares us for the future. And another thing is that American education encourages creative thinking. Okay, going out of the bounds, going out of what is normal, and creating your own things, and to think about new things that you had never thought about. Furthermore,、um, these projects、um, encourage research, and it helps in、um, help us helps us learn like.、Mm, Non-economic info and knowledge that we don't normally get to learn in school, in our curriculum, and more in depth. And another thing is that it helps improve people's organization and planning skills. So, or like it's like oh, planning out what to do and which deadline, which part of the project has a certain deadline, and that kind of stuff, and. So you can see, like all these critical thinking skills and those hardcore skills, they all prepare students for the job field, for the job market, for our future careers. And I think it's really great that we can do that before college, you know, so that a lot of the things we are learning right now. Um, along the way, as we are doing our projects, will help us in the future when we actually get an actual job. All right. Well, that's basically all that I have to say. So now let's switch to the Chinese part. Uh, so today I will tell you about the projects I did in my elementary school. The project is translated into Chinese as many projects. It means using your own mind to create a PowerPoint, a PPT, etc.
嗯，今天呢，我就跟大家介绍几个我做了的 project， 还有我觉得最近做的这几个 project 能怎么体现美国教育的一些特点和特征。那首先呢，我做了一个 project 是要去呃查找一呃关于一个创业的这么一个。呃，创业很成功的这么一个创业家的资料，然后呢，基本上就是要做一个关于他的介绍啊，然后呢，嗯，再找一些他的公司的这么一些成就啊，介绍一下，然后呢，呃，要再说一下他有什么特点，能让他变成这么一个成功人士，然后呢，再找一些。关于他的一些比较有趣味性的这么一些信息，还有呢，再找一个这个人说的名言。我找的呢是谷歌的创始人之一，呃 ，Larry Page。然后呢，其实我觉得这个 project 主要给我的这帮助吧，可以说就是我学到一个关于一个成功人士他创造一个这么成功的公司的一些事迹，还有他干的一些事儿吧。然后呢，就会让我也知道啊，以后我也应该往这个方向去，至少是去尝试和努力，对吧？然后呢，第二个 project 呢，是我们做了一个关于公共政策的这么一个呃 project， 就是你要嗯呃把你就是老师会分配给我们每个人我们自己的话题，总共有七个班里面可能三十多个人，所以大概四五个人。呃，讲一个 topic 吧。然后呢，就是，呃，我们的这个任务呢，就是当做这是你是老师，然后你要跟你的同学把跟你班上的同学讲这么讲这个话题，然后你就是要跟你讲课一样，用一个 PPT 来把它讲出来。然后呢，我的这个话题呢是美国的这个，呃，医保就是医疗。保证政政策就相当于什么 Medicare 啊、Medicaid 啊，还有很有名的 Obamacare， 大家可能都，呃，有可能大家的父母听说过。然后呢，就是这样子的。然后呢，除了一些文字，就是一些简要的这么第一点、第二点、第三点这种类似的，我还放了一些地图，然后地图啊，还有表啊，这样子的话是更加视觉上面的东西，能让。呃，能让同学们更更加好的理解。呃，然后呢，就是这个，呃，这个 project 呢，是因为你是要录自己的声音，然后呢，还要编就是录屏，基本上屏幕录制，然后呢还要把自己的声音录下来。所以呢，这个录的过程中呢，反正就就啊，有肯定有很多失误嘛，所以呢，就是。录了好多遍，然后呢就觉得特别锻炼自己，然后呢就是这样子的这么一个当场的即兴的这么一个思维的能力，我觉得就很有提高。那说完了 AP Government 的呢，我们再说一说我的这个英语的这么一个项目。最近呢，我发现自从上了高中以后，我们呃学习的这些文学作品突然的都变得特别高级，特别高大上了，比如说。这个学期啊，这个学期一开始，我们就读了莎士比亚，威廉莎士比亚的《Julius Caesar》这么一个剧啊，《Julius Caesar》反正就是讲凯撒大帝的，也是，呃
，呃，反正就是莎士比亚为了呃当年呃英英国的伊丽莎白女王伊丽莎白一世这个女王呢，她死之前。呃，威廉·莎士比亚特别担心，因为这个女王呢，她被称为处女女王，反正就是 the Virgin Queen。然后呢，因为她没有孩子，所以呢，这个继承者呢就很那个什么，就是所有人都在争王位嘛。然后她就担心说英国会陷入内乱，所以呢，在英国的下一任国王那个詹姆斯一世上台之前呢，威廉·莎士比亚就写了。这部剧就是讲卡萨大帝被刺杀以后的各种各样的争夺王位啊，各种各样的乱七八糟的政治斗争。反正呢，就是这么一个呃剧。然后呢，当时呢，我们是为他做了一个背景铺、背景知识铺垫的这么一个 PPT。然后正好呢，我当时负责的是詹姆斯一世。就是伊丽莎白皇后，呃，伊伊伊丽莎白女王 ，sorry， 伊丽莎白女王死后继任的那个，呃，苏格兰玛丽女王的儿子，就是既是詹姆斯六世，他是苏格兰的詹姆斯六世和英格兰的和英国大英，就是 United Kingdom 的第一个国王，也就是。呃，詹姆斯一世，反正他呢就特别复杂，大家估计也听出来了。所以，因为当时我是负责这个国王国王这块的，所以他，呃，这个剧背后的一些有影响力、有象征性的政治人物，还是比比较熟悉的吧，可以说。所以呢，当时就觉得哇，突然觉得我读的这些东西好高大上啊。然后呢，现在呢，我要重点介绍的这个 project 呢，是《一九八四》这本书的。一九八四是乔治·奥威尔写的一本书，讲的是，呃，一个反乌托邦的这么一个非常集权的这么一个国家和政府下发生的一些事儿。呃，这本书呢，可能在中国不是那么流行，所以呢，可能有的同学知道，可能有的同学不知道。但是这本书就真的叫《一九八四》，就是这四个呃数字。主要的这个讲就是有一个。呃，主人公他叫 Winston， 然后呢，他发现他和自己的这个生活的这么一个社会还有政府特别不符，然后呢，他后来就要和自己的爱人呃 Julia， 然后呢，还有一个很高级的政治人物，他们一块儿以为自己能反抗，能加入一个秘密组织，但后来发现那个重要的这种政治人物其实是一个非常呃，其实是一个政呃，其实是一个。他们党的正派，他们那个，呃，国家，他们那个政府的党啊，他们那个党叫 Insoc，Insoc。然后呢，其实发现其实是个特别正派，然后所以后来他就被那个洗脑，洗脑，洗脑完了呢，最后的这这个整个洗脑计划的结果就是他后来他发现他特别爱他自己的政府，所以呢，就是这么一个故事。然后呢，我们呢。就要做一个关于我呢是这个是唯一的一个 group project， 然后呢我们是有四个人，我另外一个华裔女孩，一个白人男孩，还有一个那个中东地区裔的那个女孩，我们四个呢学习都算不错，都算是比较努力的孩子，<笑>所以呢我们四个这个组合我还是很满意的。效率还挺高，然后呢，我们也是要做一个 PPT， 然后呢，我们也是要把这个内容呢，当老师一样，呃，教给我们班的同学们
，所以呢，我们就打算首先是 PPT， 然后我们的主题是呃语言的改变，就是呃这个政府呢，故事里的政府呢，为了保证那个这个人民的臣服吧，就这个意思，所以呢，他们会擅自改变。呃，以前的语言，以前的英语，改成一个从 old speak 改成一个叫 new speak 这么一个东西，这么一个玩意儿。然后呢，所以我们就要呃整出各种各样的论点呀，有正的论点，有反论点，就跟那个 debate 就跟辩论似的。然后呢，我们还要有说辞，我们要有呃 evidence， 就是证据。然后呢，我们还要呃回答很多很有深度的问题，所以呢，这个我觉得是特别对于我们的这个批判性思维还有深度思考是特别重要、特别好的。然后呢，我们是怎么去做、怎么去完成我们这个项目的呢？首先，我们会在 Zoom 上面开会，嗯，下课了以后可能开一个多小时的会。然后呢，呃。我们还会在这个苹果手机，我们所有人用的都是苹果手机，所以呢，就用这个来呃建立一个短信的这么一个群，呃，不像大家都有微信呢、啊，呃，所以呢，我们建一个短信的这样的一个群，然后呢就可以，嗯呃聊天，然后呢发布任务什么之类的，然后组织这个开会，然后呢，我们有一个呃 document， 我们有一个文档。上面呢就记录了我们的计划呀、啊，我们的内容啊，我们查到的资料啊，等等等等。反正就是我们所有的呃整个 project 都在上面。但是因为我们是要做一个 PPT 的嘛，所以最后我们会把这些东西都移到那个呃什么谷歌幻灯片上面。所以是这么一个情况。然后呢，基本上就把这个我这个 project 就介绍这些 project 都介绍完给大家了。然后呢，我现在就说说，我觉得他怎么和美国的这么一个教育体系和一些特点联系在一起的吧。嗯、呃，我觉得首先呢，就是美国的这种，它不是给你特别多的瓶颈和限制呢，可以让大家有更多的创新吧。然后呢，这种一些呃团体的这种项目呢，会让大家能在一个呃很。挺小的年龄呢，就开始知道怎么跟人沟通和协作，这样子的话，对以后到职场上面的这种人际沟通啊，然后呢，这种斗争啊，也会有帮助。呃，第三呢，就是会帮助呃同学们有更好的管理自己、管理他人，还有嗯、呃、这种。呃、uh, ，planning 的这种能力怎么说呢？就是要整一个计划，要知道怎样合理的管理时间，还有管理各种各样的东西。反正这个也是很好的一个锻炼的一些锻炼我们的一些能力吧。然后呢，就是基本上很多的这种像是查找查找资料的能力啊，等等等等，这些都是能帮助呃同学们在未来。职场上有帮助的，就是很多我们现在受到锻炼的东西呢，都是以后会帮助我们的。所以呢，提前去锻炼锻炼，呃，同学们的能力呢，然后呢，提前呃为自己准备以后工作的呢，这些能力
从做这些项目都能看出来是非常有帮助的人，而且是就是只能只会帮助，不会说对我们有害。嗯，这是不可能有的。所以呢，我觉得这就是美国 project， 呃，美国这个 project 还有美国教育的一些特点。呃，今天就跟大家介绍介绍，就主要就是它会帮助我们，嗯，得到除了说学术上面学习呀、啊，各种是获取知识以外的这么一些好处吧。所以呢。今天跟大家聊美国的 project 就聊到这儿了，那我们下周再见吧 ，bye guys。